Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Shabbos. Kedesh Shabbos. Daf Kufim Ches Kuf Chazari Son Daf Kufim Mem Zayin Digemar Daf Kufim Mem Zayin. When Alf went through, that a person should make sure to wear whatever his clothing is wearing. He should make sure to wear it in the normal fashion, or else he could be over The Yisrael Vaitzat. Let me saw the Mishnah on the bottom. Told us that a person is not allowed to carry a very wet towel. If he's only one person, we're afraid he's going to squeeze it. Out. If there's many people, even if the towel is very wet, Allah is allowed to carry. Because the Gemara explains they are going to remind each other you're not allowed to carry. I think we're on the basis we don't paskin like this in our Mishnah. We paskin even one person is allowed to carry the towel. And then we saw the Gemara on the bottom brought down the Allah that a person is allowed if he does. He uses a shinoi, the lachos, you know, use a scraper too, scrape things off on Shabbos. If you use a shinoi, then it's remissal. We make a special scraper, then it's not going to be an issue of the chayl. And then we saw the Gemara on the bottom said a person's not allowed to just make himself throw up during the week because he wants to eat more, because that's an issue of Hefzid Eichel. Today, Bezashem, we're going to finish the 22nd parakim of Shabbos. Bezashem, the Gemara is going to discuss the halacha of fixing a broken bone on Shabbos. And then Bezashem, we're going to start the 23rd parak, which is going to discuss the halachas of borrowing on Shabbos. And then the Gemara is going to discuss if a loan which was borrowed on Shabbos is enforceable in Bezan after Shabbos, and then we're going to see the Gemara on the bottom is going to discuss whether you're allowed to be magish an animal on Shabbos. So let's see the Helgi Gemara on the bottom of Kuf Mem Zayin Abayz. It says the Helgi Gemara Vein Ma'atim Nesakot and the mission said you're not allowed to set the bones straight of a child on Shabbos. I'm Rabbi Chanan Rabbi Yechanan Lefufi Yinuka B'Shabbos Shabbos Tami Lachos you're allowed to swaddle the child and you're allowed to set the bones straight on Shabbos. Asks Gemara Vanantan Ein Ma'atim. Our mission said you're not allowed to do that on Shabbos. Answers the Gemara. Says the Rashi explains that we're talking about where one of the vertebrae is a little bit out of place and you want to put it back in place. There, that is prohibited on Shabbos because it looks like it looks like you are building something, that's why it's prohibited. However, to just set the rest of the bones in place, that would be permissible. And Rashi explains we're not talking about right after the baby was born because that we explained the more before that's permissible. We're talking about later on. So, in that case, to fix the vertebrae on Shabbos would be prohibited again. If it's a sakana, obviously permitted, we're just talking about you want to make it straighter. That is lesser on Shabbos. Says the Mishnah says you are not allowed to fix the broken bone. You're not Set the broken bone in place on Shabbos. Um, Reb Chana Bagta Amr Shmuel. Reb Chana said the name of Shmuel. Halacha Machzir Nesa Shabbos. Halacha is that it's permissible to set the bone in place on Shabbos. Says Rashi. I. How could Shmuel disagree with our Mishnah? How could Shmuel just come along and argue on a Mishnah? So Rashi explains. Take a good top. Rashi says Rashi. Sfir Lei Shmuel Machzir Tan. Shmuel learned that our Mishnah didn't say in Machzir. Shmuel learned that our Mishnah said Machzir. And the gears of the Mishnah was you're allowed to fix it on Shabbos. But Hashem, today later on we're going to discuss in a separate cheer what exactly is meant from Shatran and Gemara. How could Shmuel disagree with our Mishnah? As Hashem will talk about this, our Rashi learns that Shmuel had a different gears in our mission. It says Gemara right to Rabbi Rachana, Ikol Medisa. Rabbi Rachana went to Medisa. Loy Olu Lepirka to Rabbi Yehuda. So Rabbi Rachana didn't go to the Shear Rabbi Yehuda. So Shadul Adad Dalei. So Rabbi Yehuda sent his Meshamish, the person who's in charge of the Shear, and he sent him to go get him to come to the Shear. Amalei Zilgari. So he told the Shamish, he said to this person, the Ada, go grab something of, go grab something of Rabbi Rachana, so that he's convinced that he comes to the Shear. So Azul Garbi. So he grabbed a piece of his clothing so that he would come to the Shear. So Rabbi Rachana came to Shear Ashka to Kedarish Yimachzir to Shaver. So he found that. Rav Yehuda was dashing. He was saying that you're not allowed to fix the bone on Shabbos. Amalei. So Rav Rachana said back to him. So he said back to him that we heard the name of Shmuel. The halacha is it is permissible to fix the bone on Shabbos. Amalei. So he said back to him. Chana didan va Shmuel didan. Chana lives by us and Shmuel also is with us. Vlei Shmuel and we never heard this memory on the name of Shmuel. The Labadina Gabrisichan. Did I not grab you within to make you come to share? And like Rashi explains that if I didn't tell you to come, if I would never have forced you to come to the share, and you, then you would never have told me this halacha, and I would have not known. So it's good that I forced you to, to come. So now you taught us. Yalacha that is permissible to fix the bone on Shabbat. It says the Hilgimar right there, Mishinifrika Yadi Raviyavias Kamedir Bisa Shinile Yadi says Gmaravia was in front of Rabbiasif and his hand got dislocated, got dislocated out of the socket. So he said back to him, Is it permissible to fix it like this? He was showing him different ways.
ways, then he asked him as a mutter. Asr, he said it's asr. Then he showed him a different way. Armle, Asr, he said it's prohibited. Adahachi, it's not He says the Gemara. Meanwhile, his hand got better, his hand got healed. Armle, mighty by So he said back to him, What exactly, what, what was your question? Meaning, we know the mission says, So he asked him, What exactly were you asking me? Are you allowed to fix it or not? The mission says, You're not allowed to put it back in place. You're not allowed to soak it in cold water to, to heal it. However, you're allowed to just wash it. To, and if it heals, it heals. So what were you asking me? You're allowed to fix it. The mission says you're not allowed to fix it. So he said back to him, I said back to him, I said, but our mission also says you're not allowed to fix the bone on Shabbos. And Shmuel came along and said, well, because you are allowed to. So he said that I was assuming that just like Shmuel disagreed on this part of the Mishnah, that you're allowed to put the bone in place. So, so I assumed also that maybe the law is that this is also permissible. Even though the mission says it's usher, maybe this is also going to be permissible. Armelay said back to him, are you putting them all in the same pan? Are they all the same halacha? Shmuel only disagreed with one halacha. Where Shmuel didn't say, Shmuel did not disagree in the case of setting the bone in straight that is, that is prohibited. Shmuel only said that you're allowed to fix the bone. He didn't say you're allowed to put the bone back in the socket. So just because Shmuel disagreed with one case of our Mishnah, or just because Shmuel had different part, different gears in one part of our Mishnah, doesn't mean that Shmuel would hold that everything is permitted, and that's why it is prohibited. We should be zecha to come back. Chazis Perak and as the Ramban said, we should be zecha in the Zigaris. He tells his son that whenever he finishes his learning, he should get up and see if there's anything which is again this in what he learned. So again, we should try to be mekayim the things we learned in this Perak. Says the Haligit Mishnah Vaiter. Now we're going to discuss the halachas of barring on Shabbos, like the Meira we speak on Zakdam to this Perak. We are again going through some dinim drabanan. The last part of Zakdam Shabbos is going through different yisurim drabanan. This is going to be one of the yisurim drabanan that, that a person is not necessarily allowed to borrow in the regular way. So let's see the Haligit Mishnah. Shayal Adam Me Chaver Kadiyai and the Kadiyai Shabbos halachas a person is allowed to borrow. Jugs of wine and jugs of oil from his friend. As long as he's not tell his friend, I am barring it. We'll see in the Gemara. We're afraid that if he tells him Halavani, he's going to write it down, and that would be prohibited. Or if he says he says gives a lashon of she'ela, then it's permissible. Says the Gemara Bechayin Isha Bechavar So too, a woman's allowed to borrow bread from him, from her neighbor. And if they do not believe each other, if you're borrowing somebody, if you're borrowing something from somebody in Shabbos, and the person doesn't necessarily trust you, you're going to pay it back. You're allowed to take a collateral on Shabbos. As Amiri speaks out, you're not allowed to say befarish is a collateral because that would be Mitzvah. Uh, talking about business matters and Shabbos, however, you're allowed to just take something of it and not speak it out before and keep that as a collateral. You make a cheshbon after Shabbos, same thing, Erev Shabbos falls out on Erev Pesach, falls out on Shabbos, and the person needs a car in Pesach. When you that a person can go to the storekeeper, the person who's selling the animals for the car in Pesach, and he gives them a talus as a collateral, and he takes the car in Pesach, then after Yom he makes a cheshbon, how much he owes him. Says the Helgi Gemar Amalei Rava, Bar Says what is the difference? What lashon you use on Shabbos? We said in our mission that's mutter to bar, but you just now use the lashon halveni. What's the difference? Answers the Gemara. He said back to him, If you use the lashon of hashilein, you're not going to end up writing it down. However, if you use the lashon halveni, then you're going to write it down. Says Rashi, what's the difference between lashon halveni and hashilein? Says Rashi, halveni mashma l'tman rubon. Lashon of halveni is mashma that you're borrowing it for a long time, like Rashi says. When the Gemara Makkah says mashma thirty days, so therefore a person is borrowing it for thirty a long period of time, he's going to want to write it down because or else he's going to forget. So that's why you're not using lashon halveni. You're allowed to use lashon hashilein, and when then we're not afraid, you're going to write it down. Taisa very strongly disagrees with Rashi. Taisa says that also stamps shelas thirty days. So. That, that, that is not the difference between Sheila and Alva because both of them are for a longer period of time. So, therefore, the re has a different shot. If you look at the end of Tesis, the top Tesis, the re pierce on the high time of Sheila, Fishaya Chazeras Ba'ain. But that's the Machtav. Avalashan Alva, Ena Chazer Ba'ain. The difference is that Sheila in general is when a person returns the item in its original form versus Alva. Alva is in general used for money, and Alva, you don't return the actual money that you borrowed, or else it would be silly. What were you borrowing the money for? You normally use the money, which is the idea that Mobile Light Sun, that you use the money the person gives you, and you give back other money. So, therefore, Avalashan Alva. Uh, 
a person wants to write down because he's not going to get back his original chayv. He's not going to get back the original money. However, lashon of she'ela, a person is going to get back the original chayv. It's therefore he's not worried to write it down. Says the Gemara. Asks the Gemara about keeping the bechal zimin by the name of the halveni. Ashileni. Ask the Gemara. But sometimes during the week, even though the person intends to say halveni, but he ends up saying ashileni because the words are really interchangeable. Veloy kapilovay, and people are not mocked to use a specific word. Vasil machdav b'shabes nami asil machdav. And so during the week, even though sometimes a person uses lashon ashileni, but really they both understand that it's really lashon halveni. It's going to be for a long period of time. And even during the week, you can come to write it down. So asks the Gemara on Shabbos. Also, you're going to come to write it down. Meaning, even though you're specifically using lashon hashileni, but sometimes people during the week use lashon hashileni, even though they really mean halveni. And according to Rashi, that is even though they plan on even though they plan on borrowing it for a longer period of time. So the Gemara asks, Ah, you're gonna end up writing it down, even if you use Lashon Hashileni. And says the Gemara, Amrle Bishab, it's Kivan Hashileni, who to share the Rabban and Haveni, like Sharle, Minkar, most of us in the Makhta says the Elgi Gemara. The answer is that since on Sh- you're right, during the week people use the Lashanis interchangeably, but since on Shabbat Chazal and Rasak, and a person specifically has to use the Lashon Hashileni, therefore a person's gonna remember, I, why am I specifically using this Lashon? The Tarot is because it's Shabbos and I'm allowed to write, and therefore he's not going to come to write on Shabbat. Says the Helgi Gemara, Vaita Amrle Rava, but the Chacham said, "Let's more about this." That all malachas that are mutter on Shabbat, mutter on Yamtiv, the halachas the person should use. Ishino, so he doesn't do it the regular way. He do that's during the week. Initial of the Chel. So now he asked, "These women who are water carriers who carry the they draw the water from the well." My time with them So he asked him, "Why do they not use Ishino and Yamtiv?" Because again, there's the halachas a person supposed to use as much of Ishino as he can in Yamtiv when he does these different halachas. So they said back to him. Because it is impossible to do a shinoi. What type of shinoi should they do? If they carry it normally in bigger jugs and bigger barrels, so you're going to tell them when you have to, they should carry it in smaller barrels. But then they're going to have to take more trips, and we don't want to make them walk more on yamtiv. So maybe we have a different option. If they normally use smaller jugs, tell them to use bigger barrels, bigger pitchers, but then they're going to be carrying heavier loads, and we don't want to do that on yamtiv either. So therefore, that's not a that's not a plausible way. That's not a good option to do a shinoi. Now that's the one. Maybe a different option. Different suja. Why don't we tell them to put a cloth on top? That should be the shinoi. Says more also deschita because we're afraid if the cloth falls into the barrel into the water, they're going to come to squeeze it. Nachse benichat. Maybe we should tell them they should cover the barrel on on yomtiv. Zimun demivsik vasul mikdrei because maybe sometimes it's going to fall off and they're going to come to tie it on yomtiv. Therefore, that we don't have a good shinoi for them to do, and that's why they're allowed to do it normally. They do not have to use a shinoi. Says the halakim right to Amalei Rava Bar Chanan Labaya Tznam. We learn. To the Mishnah, you're not allowed to clap, and you're not allowed to bang on your chest, and you're not allowed to dance on Yomtiv. And this, Bez Hashem, we'll see more about in Mesachtas Be'ah. As explains, it's also because Shem Yisak and Klisha were afraid a person is going to come to fix a instrument on Shabbos and Yomtiv, and therefore they're about to ask a person to dance and to clap on Shabbos and Yomtiv. And Bez Hashem, we'll see there's a very Mechuzhik Taisa over there. Taisa says that nowadays that we don't know how to fix instruments, there's no more Gzair, and a person's allowed to clap and dance on Shabbos because there's no Gzair with Shem Yisak and Klisha. The Achrayim and Ramayshin in the Chuvah discusses normally. We say that even though the time of the of the xer is bottle, the xer itself is not bottle. So what's trying the tesis? Again, many interesting chadushim. But like the Mishabura says that therefore, if you see people clapping and dancing, you shouldn't be meicha because there definitely is what to be semichan. You definitely it could be semich on this tesis, the sheet of the tesis. It says the gemara the asks gemara v'chazina the avdim v'lamidi asks gemara. Right in those times, people were clapping and dancing on yomtiv. So and why don't we tell them anything? Says the gemara tamech l'shitatzcha. You should tell people when they're doing something wrong. Hard damar avaleisav inishapum the lachaya. This we said. A person shouldn't sit at the end of a mavi, right by the lechi, right, right next to the shishurab. Dilma, because we're afraid that maybe something's going to fall out of his 
ten, and it's going to come to carry. I we see that sometimes they hold their barrels right at the edge of the mavoi, and nobody says anything to them. So says, ask the Gemara, what's the pshat? We see that we that there's cases where people are doing something wrong. We don't give them techach, we don't give them muster. What's the pshat? And says the Gemara, a big Yisrael mutav sheishleg ma'imizidin says the Gemara that we leave, we do not give them muster in this case because we'd rather they they act in a way of shegig. We we rather that they act in a way of mistake and not that they are going to be amazed. So therefore, we don't tell them because now they're just a shegig. And the Gemara says, they thought they said it's only in Dinim Durabana, but in Dinim Durais, of course, we'd give them muster. For the says, the Gemara, that's not the case. There's no difference whether the people are being Evanist Durabana or being Evanist Duraisa on a shegig level. That Taisa is Yom Kippur Duraisa because Taisa is Yom Kippur to add a little bit to Yom Kippur is a Mitzvah Duraisa. And we see that people are eating and drinking up until Yom Kippur itself. Nobody tells them anything. So you see that this cloud of Hanach applies even to the Iris. Again, tremendous discussion in the Rishayim down to the contemporary Paiskim when exactly this does apply, when exactly this does not apply, the concept of Shei definitely is something to work on. There is, just back to this Isser of clapping and dancing on Shabbos, again, Big Machlech is a Paiskim, contemporary Paiskim, Mutter Aser, you see that many of the Hasidim are Mekel based on the Taisim we spoke out, there is a very important Aruch HaShokhan, Aruch HaShokhan says this is prohibited to dance, that is, says Aruch HaShokhan, these fancy type of dances with these fancy motions, however, to go in a circle, it seems to be permitted, that's not the fancy type of dancing, and we could bring a riot possibly to this at the Mishnah Dandam Sachos Hainas says in Yom Kippur the girls used to go out and they would dance in the crumb they would go out and they would go make mechilis in the crumb they would go make circles in the crumb I we're talking about Yom Kippur and the is prohibited to dance so it could be that according to the Archa it's very gishmak that these types of circles there were never usher because of the Xer of Shemizak and Klisher only fancy type of dancing was prohibited I believe if I'm not mistaken Hagayin Rav Asher Weiss Shlita brings this raya in one of his shubas says the Helgi Gemara Vaiter Bechayin Ishi Mechaver Tiki Karis the Mishnah said that a woman's allowed to borrow from her friend bread on Shabbos as long as she does not use lashon of holiday. He says in Rabbi Shabbos who does Rabbi Chal Shabbat and Matanzak only on Shabbos you know he's lashon halveni. But on, during the week you're allowed to say to your friend, you're allowed, a, a woman's allowed to tell her neighbor, I'm going to borrow the bread lashon halveni. Says in Rabbi Shabbos isn't like Yehillah. We should say our mission is like you should have held. This is not learned in Mishnah. Mechayin Yehillah. Yehillah said, "Let tell the Isha Kikar the Chaverta Achitas and Adam Shamu Yerkechitim and Umtzu Ba'is the Day Ribes." That Hillah said a person is not a woman's allowed to borrow bread from her friend unless she specifically makes up the price before him because we're afraid that maybe the bread's going to go up in value. You know, and a woman's going to borrow from her friend bread when it was worth a dollar, and then it's going to go up in value, and then she's going to end up paying two dollars and it's going to end up being a problem of ribbis. So it says the Gemara, the Chara mission is not like the sheet of hell and so the Gemara not feel to him a hill. We could say even a mission is going like the sheet of hell. How about the kites them out? That in some places they had a specific price for bread and the price didn't fluctuate, and therefore in our mission that's the case of our mission, and therefore there's no problem of ribbons. However, if there was a, if we were talking about a town where the price of bread did fluctuate, then our mission would agree. The town of our mission would agree that it's prohibited to say halveni because we're afraid this chashash of hell that a woman's going to end up paying ribbons. Says Let's say a person ends up lending money on yomtiv. What's halacha based on ribbons? Says it's not collectible in bezin. Rabbi says that. You could collect it in Bezin, says the Gemara. Revaser only Nitlatava. Revaser says we're not allowed to collect in Bezin. The Amrit Nitlatava Asl Mechta, because if we allow a person to collect in Bezin, then he's going to end up writing it down. And his Taisa speaks out that even though he's using the Lashon of Sheila, even though he's using the Lashon of Barring, but still, if you're going to allow him to collect it in Bezin, so then he's going to want to write it down so he can make sure to go get it in Bezin afterwards. Rabba Marabba says Nitlatava, it is, you could you can collect in Bezin. The Amrit because if you're going to say that it's prohibited too, you're not allowed to collect it in Bezin, like Yav, Levi Asl, Munim, it's then people are not going to land on Yomtiv and people are going to withhold the Simchas Yomtiv. Says the Helgi Gemara writer Tanan. The mission said that you're allowed to take a toss as a collateral. Now the Gemara is going to bring rise back and forth. If you're going to tell me that you cannot collect it after Yomtiv, I'm sorry, you can't collect it in Bezin after Yomtiv. That's why. 
you leave a talis by him, you leave a clatter, I'll make a chajim after Shabbos because the person wants to play his card safe. So that, because since he knows he can't collect an investment, he wants to take a mashkali, I'm going to tell him, I'm going to tell him, I'm going to tell me that you could collect it afterwards in Bezin. So why is the person taking a collateral? Let him just go to Bezin afterwards and collect it. Answers the Gemara, you can't bring Rai from here. No, the person says, I don't want to have to go to Bezin, I don't want to have to deal with the judges, I want to just deal with it between us. So that's I'm going to take a collateral, even though I could go to Bezin after Yumtiv, but I would rather just take a collateral now and work it out between ourselves. Says the head right through Musaf. Let's bring we have a Kasha Musaf of Idibar Alvin. Hashek Reza Para, the Allah is a person shakhtar a cow, but Hilk Rosh Hashanah, and he divided up in Rosh Hashanah, he gave out the people. Says the Gemara, and it was right, it was the end of Shviat. If Bezin ended up making it an Ibrahim month, which means they added a day to El, so now it comes out that the first day of Rosh Hashanah was actually part of last year and was part of the year of Shemitah, so therefore this person is not going to pay anymore because Shemitah was Mishamit, the loan. Mishamit says, says the Gemara that the loan was forgiven and therefore he does not have to pay back. However, if Bezin was not Ma'ar B'lechadish, then it comes out that this is already the next year and Shvi is not Mishamit. Now says the Gemara, V'yilagnitnili Tava, my Mishamit asks the Gemara we're talking about on Yomte, it was Rosh Hashanah. So if the person lent in Rosh Hashanah, if you're going to tell me that, you're not a collector in Bezin. So what does it mean that my Mishamit, what does the beginning of the mission mean to say that the loan is forgiven? What do you mean? The person doesn't have to pay anyways because you can't collect in Bezin. And says the Gemara, no, Shani awesome to go like most of the Cholu. Says the Gemara, you can't bring any Raya because it comes out that since Bezin was Ma'ar the month, since it came out that the first year Rosh Hashanah was really the 30th. The 30th of El, therefore the first Rosh Hashanah wasn't really yumptive, therefore it was really during the week, and of course in this case, where it was during the week, that it would be permissible to lend, because it wasn't yumptive, and therefore everybody would agree that you would be allowed to collect in a bezin, so we did not have a raya, whether it's collectible in a bezin or not. Says the Hele Gemara Viter. Tashmami Seifa, let's bring your eye from the end of this, that we just, this, end of this halacha, Imlaav, Ein the we said before, that if Bezin was not Ma'ar of the month, so it came out that it was right the next year, it was after Shemitah, then Shemitah is not Mashamit alone. And you do not have to, and yeah, I'm sorry, you have to pay back. Yeah, if you're going to tell me that you're allowed to collect in Bezin, Hainan Yitan, Ein Mashamit, that's what the Mishnah means to say. I'm sorry, that's what this member meant, that's what Idibarav meant to say when he said that halacha is that it's not Mashamit, that because now you can go collect in Bezin. Ali, if you're going to tell me that person's not allowed to collect in Bezin, I'm not in Mashamit. What does it mean that it's not Mishamit, that he that Bezin is not Mishamit alone. What do you mean? The person can't collect it in Bezin anyways. Says Gmarno, Dia Le Shakal, because if the person gives it to them, he's allowed to take it. Meaning you just can't collect it in Bezin, but of course the person's allowed to give you the money. Ask Sigmar Machal the Rasha Yale Le Shakal. It means to tell me then the Rasha when it was what happened before when it was still Shemitah, because Bezin was Mahabra the month. So then in that case you can't take the money, meaning even though Shemitah is Mishamit alone, and Shemitah forgives all the loans, but of course if the person wants to pay up, you can still pay up. So says the Gmar, Rasha Tarakal name by Mishamit, answers the Gmarno. In the beginning, in the first case, where is the Shemitah Allah is, he has to say Mishamani. The person has to say that I forgive it to you, and if the person wants to pay, he can pay anyways. But Seifa, however, in the Seifa, where it was not Shemitah, the person doesn't have to say Mishamani, he doesn't say I forgive you because it wasn't Shemitah. It's not like we learned in the Mishnah. The person who returns a loan on Shemitah, Yemerlai, Mishamani, the person has to say, the lender has to say that I forgive you. And if the if the borrower says, I don't want to pay you, I want to give it to you as a present, because the terror says, that you have to speak out that I am Mishamit the loan. And says the Gemara, Avi Shaka Mashkena, the says Gemara, Avia, when he would lend on Yamtiv, he would take a Mashkin, would, after Yamtiv, would take something from the other person and keep that as a Mashkin to make sure that he got paid off. The Mirror over here speaks out, an important insight. 
Mishmar Gemara. We'll see more about this. But Hashem big chedushim misach nesgitin big chedush of the Rayim. But the the Mirav speaks out that even though Shmita is mishamet everything and Shmita forgives everything, says the Miri, there still doesn't mean it's chasidus. Much like Mishavur Shviyitz, Midas chasidus he v'ruach acham neichamenu v'tzarech hamavalei mishamet that that there's a Midas chasidus and the Chacham are very happy with people who still pay up because the said you borrowed the money, so it is appropriate if you can to pay up. Says the Hagi Gemara Vaiter v'chein erev Pesach. The Mishnah said that in erev Pesach you are allowed to borrow on. You're allowed to borrow the. You're, I'm sorry, you're allowed to take the animal in erev Pesach and you make a chesed with other person after the Yamtiv. Says the Gemara Amr Yechon Magdish on the Pesach b'Shavet for guests of Yamtiv. Allah has a person allowed to be Magdish his Pesach. He's allowed to be Magdish his current Pesach and Chagiga on Yamtiv and Shabbos. Says the Gemara Name Yisrael. Let's bring a ride. V'chein erev Pesach b'Shalem Shachalis b'Shavet and Yachalis Eitz of Neitel as Pesach. I see my chesed with Yamtiv. Says the Gemara Lachera a clear proof to this from our Mishnah because Mishnah said that a person is allowed to take an animal on Yamtiv from the person and make a chesed afterwards on uh, after Shabbos. So you see clearly that a person is allowed to be Magdashit on Shabbos and Yamtiv. Says the Gemara, no, we don't necessarily have a raya because says the Gemara, we could tell you no, we could talk about a case where there are already people, other people on this current Pesach and this person just joining the group so the animal is ready. Mekudish. So we have no proof that a person is allowed to be Magdashit animal on Shabbos or Yamtiv. Asks the Gemara, is it true that a person is allowed to be Nimna? A person is allowed to be counted on Chabura on Shabbos and Yamtiv. Allah is, you are not allowed to join a group on Yamtiv and Kolshkin and Shabbos. Issues of Memtach and Memkar. So how can you tell me that a person is allowed to join the group on Shabbos and says the Gemara? Shani Yachah, keeping the Ruggles, the command, we're talking about a case where the person was very friendly with the owner of the animal, and therefore it's as if he was already counted on the animal on Erev Shabbos. Ask the Rabbah Tani, Rabbah Yishiyadach, Adam Eitzel, Rabbah Ruggles, Rabbah Ruggles, we learned that a person is allowed to go to the shepherd that he's friendly with, go to the person who he's friendly with, and he's allowed to get a sheep for his car and pass it on Shabbos itself. And it's the Gemara, over there too, since he was very friendly with this person, very friendly with the person who sold him the sold him the sheep, therefore the person ready was a Magdashit. So therefore we're not talking about the case where it's Magdash on Shabbos. Ask the Gemara about Magdash Khan. It says the person's buying and then he's Magdash. It doesn't sound like he's ready Makudish before. And it's the Gwarno Hegdish Uli Madrabana. We're talking about that really the person was Magdashit already, because he knew that this other person was going to buy it from him. I what does it mean the person's Magdash? It means that the person who buys it is Magdash in a level Durabana. There's still an Indian that even though the animal's Makudish still is an, there's an Indian for the person to be Makadish for himself, that's only Midrabana and that is permissible. Says Gwarah is it true that Rabbiakan said the person's allowed to be Magdash animal in Shabbos. Prohibited unless you use the Lashon of Hashi Lani. Then we 
saw the Gemara on the Medbez spoke out that when our mission said a woman's allowed to borrow the bread, even though if she uses a Lashon Halavani during the week, I mean, the mission said you're not allowed to borrow it on Shabbos using Lashon Halavani. It sounds like during the week she's allowed to borrow bread from a neighbor using Lashon Halavani. I would buy a problem of ribbis. The Gemara spoke out. We're talking about a place where there's a set price for bread, and therefore there's no problem of ribbis. Then we saw the Gemara went back and forth. We had a discussion. A person lends on Yomtiv. Is it. Can you be Tavei and Yamtiv? Can you collect it in Bezdin? Can it be enforceable in Bezdin? They want to try to bring rise back and forth. We saw it was Machlekes, they want to bring rise back and forth. And finally, we saw the Gemara on the bottom right down that in general, Allah is a person not to be Magdish, an animal on Shabbos. However, if it's a carbon which is cool, then it's man. Like, for example, the carbon Pesach, which falls on Arab Shabbos, then Rabbi Yechon holds a person not to be Magdish on Shabbos. Just quick clarification the Gemara brought down the Salah from Ridya Oven that a person who shakhts a cow and he gives out the pieces in Arab Shashana, that depends if they were, if they were Maisif the day, then it was from last year and Shavis and Misham, but if not, not. So we have to just clarify. The Gemara is talking about a person who gave out the pieces, and he said, pay me back after Yomtiv. So therefore, it was like a halva, it was like a loan, and that's why the Gemara is discussing whether Shvi'as is Meshamit or not. Because Shvi'as, we know Shvi'as is Meshamit loans, Shvi'as gets rid of loans, and that's what the Gemara is talking about over there. A person gave out the pieces of the animal as a loan, and he told him to pay them back afterwards, and that's why the Gemara said it depends whether it was Toshmita or not. Have a wonderful, wonderful day, have a wonderful week.